Welcome everyone to the Mullen Center here in Amherst, Mass. Uh, Merrimack Hockey back on the air. Warriors get set to open up a home-and-home weekend series with the University of Massachusetts and uh, time for our pregame coaches chat with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Mark Denny. Mark, a uh, 4-1 loss last time out to BC. Uh, how did you feel that one played out? Uh, we didn't get off to the start we would have liked. Um, you know, uh, one goal isn't going to get it done. With that said, um, you know, we, we kicked one in for them. Uh, they had a, a power play goal on their fifth consecutive power play and uh, an offsides goal and an empty netter. So, um, you know, we'll take goals any way we can get them. We'd love to get them like that. Right. But, uh, you know, one goal is not going to get it done. They're a good team, uh, and you need to be ready from the get-go to play. And, and uh, it took us a while to ramp up to speed. Um, you know, with that said, I, I thought, you know, we did answer the bell. We, we kept battling hard, and, and probably the last 30 minutes were our best 30. Well, Mark, it was uh, quite a fast pace of that first period. Some penalty trouble also. The penalty kill really seemed to work well. BC did get a goal at the end of that period. But all in all, you're still down 2-1 to one after 1. Uh, the compete level really uh, seemed to keep things close. Yeah, you know, a couple breakaways. You, you need to capitalize on that. You know, as I said to uh, Curtis on, on the way here tonight, um, you know, I think we've given up the seventh fewest shots in the country. Um, we're out shooting opponents. I think we're out chancing opponents. Um, you know, we've got to find ways to put the puck in the net. Uh, you know, we're we're getting good chances, uh, and we're denying the opponents good chances. Um, you know, it is what it is. I thought Raz played really well. I think he stopped most of the ones he saw. He, he definitely didn't see three. Um, you know, we had one on our on our stick and kicked it in, uh, and two he he had he didn't see. So. Um, you know, I think we, we got a good effort in net. Uh, we've had a good effort in net since Christmas. Um, you know, we've, we're playing harder to a certain extent. It's just, you know, when you play an elite level team like like Boston College, uh, you got to be ready to go. Mark, uh, did you feel as though Merrimack uh, ultimately adjusted to playing the game at the higher speed as the game went on? Uh, you outshot BC over the last two periods territorially. You seem to spend a lot more time in their zone uh, as the game went on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be a number of reasons for that. You know, it's. We could we could break this game down and, and to, to minute portions of it and say we did this better than them at this time and they did this better than us at that time. You got to look at the body of work and and trust me, we we break it up and and into, into fractions uh, to look at trends and uh, you know at the end of the day you, you can't give up three goals to Boston College and only score one. Yeah. All right, Mark, tonight we get a look at the UMass Minutemen, a team that seems to have a lot in common with Merrimack. This team has been searching for firepower as well, but they certainly have the guns to do it, guys like Sherry, Graysell, and Pereira. Yeah, they, I mean, their senior class is excellent, you know. Uh, I remember when they first came in, uh, obviously uh, working with Toot, he was really excited about his younger players. And, um, you know, they've, they've gone through some tough times, and, and um, you know, but young players are resilient, and, and you know, they've obviously embraced uh, a change in coaches. And, and um, you know, for a guy like Brandon Grakel, who got off to a slow start his freshman year, he's really come on to be a heck of a player. And Connor Sheary is, is skilled in offensive forward. Pereira has always had the knack of scoring goals. They move Phillips up front. They got Hanley. I mean, they've got. I think Shea's a senior. They've got a good core of senior uh, leadership here, and, and uh, they're usually good at home. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde with these guys. It, it looks like uh, from afar. I don't know what's going on in their locker room, but uh, they're hockey's team, and, and you know, they're ahead of us 
right now, and so uh, it'll be a good challenge for us tonight. Well, Mark, uh, one of the things that UMass has done well this year is the power play. It ranks second in Hockey East. Merrimack's PK, of course, has been solid all year. Uh, that should be an interesting matchup to, uh, to watch. Yeah, and I wonder how much uh, the, the facility has to do with that, too. I'd be really interested, and we didn't break down the numbers home or away. Um, you know, it's going to be it's tough to pressure a team, uh, you know, a, 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 in a, on a rink this size, and players are going to have more time and, and space with the puck, and, and, you know, there are more seams and, and more shooting areas, so... Uh, I'd be interested to know uh, how you know what that breakdown is, but uh, hey, we're playing here tonight, and hopefully it helps our power play. But I think the biggest issue is going to be uh, generating enough offense, um, you know, generating enough pressure to draw penalties. I know when I coached here in the past, the. The penalty totals were a lot lower here um, and at, at places like UNH because there's less physical contact. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see. I think they, they are very efficient on the power play. So even though they may not get that many at home, they're, they're, when they get on it, they're good. And, again, I think it has a lot to do with their makeup. They've got a really skilled senior class. Well, Mark, tonight you, you get Chris LeBlanc back in the lineup. He'll be paired with the Gustafson brothers. I imagine it'll be uh, nice to have his spark back in the lineup. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's... it's uh, you know, Chris. We we think Chris has the potential to be a really good player at this level. Um, you know, and and we're a little adverse to just throw him back in, not because he's not healthy. He's fine. Uh, it's more about you know you need to work towards things. And um, you know, uh, in in talking with him, I think he gets that. I think he understands that. You know. Uh, He's got to work to to gain ice time. So that's that's what the lineup looks like right now. Um, as the game goes on, we're going to play the guys that that are playing the best. And so there could be a lot of lineup changes as the game goes on, uh, based on who's who's ready to play and and who can execute what we what we ask of them, um, and who's going to play hard. Lastly, Mark uh, Merrimack has its annual alumni game coming up. It was rescheduled for February first. Uh, we usually talk each year about the significance of this event, but uh, what does that mean uh, to you as a member of the Merrimack family? And uh, what are your thoughts on this year's game? Well, you know, it's 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 great to see our former players uh, back on campus. Um, you know, Joe Loprano is coming off an injury uh, surgery, and he's been hanging around and skating during the day. And Kyle Bigos just came back over break, and just got a text from from Matt Mullen. Kellis uh, had dinner with Andrew Braithwaite the other day. Talked to Nikki Drew. Uh, one of the things we've really taken a lot of pride in is building a family, and so um, you know a lot of these guys haven't seen their new home or our new home, yeah. uh, and so it's an opportunity for them, as much as they would have liked to have skated at Fenway, it's an opportunity for them to come back and, and really see the investment that the president's made in our infrastructure and in our facilities. And um, you know, it, the the tough part about these days are at the end of the day, uh, you know, we play Lowell. It's two points on the line. And it's, and it's a rival, uh-huh, Merrimack Valley rival. So uh, it'll be nice to see those guys. It'll be nice to have them in the building, but uh, we've got a job to do that night. All right, Mark. Well, as always, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck tonight. We'll see you back home tomorrow night. Thanks, Sean. All right, he's Mark Dennehy, the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors. When we come back, Mike and I will have more on the pregame show from the Mullen Center in Amherst. That's coming up next on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.